We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this epi of Drinks with Binks, we get real Canadian, eh? With my fellow Canuck and FS1 star, Rachel Bonetta. She used to live on my couch. Now I'm close to living on hers as she continues to climb the ranks at FS1 and beyond. We talk about why the heck she's a Cleveland Browns fan, what it feels like to hear Kyle Lowry's name thrown around as trade bait, and why Americans think Canadians are goobers. We're sipping on Moosehead, a Canadian beer. Pitter-patter, let's get at her. This is Drinks with Binks. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart-Binks and we are rolling right along, continuing our celebration of one year of working from home, which means we've been staying safe this entire year and we haven't had to go to work and my coworkers haven't had to see me. So it's a win all year round. Um, you know, all seriousness, of course, we're staying home to stay safe during a pandemic and it's been very difficult on a lot of people. But the silver lining is that we have had a chance to get to chat with people that we might not normally be able to because of the distance. And one of those people is my next guest yet on the show. And that is none other than my good friend, a fellow Canadian, but also the host of Fox Bet Live on FS1 and host of Hall of Shame podcast, the Rachel Bonetta. Thank you What's for joining up, us all the way from buddy? the City of Angels. Great to see you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I've like legitimately been like, hey, Jules, like your show looks so good. I'm free all the time. We want to do a little Canadian toast, I think, here on the show. Yes. What are we drinking today? Well, I don't know how you found this in New York. And I really don't know how I found this in, in Los Angeles as well. But this is Moosehead. This is a Canadian beer. Obviously, it's called Moosehead. Yes. And it's just, um, I don't know if people recognize this outside of our country, but there, there's like a specific taste to Canadian beer, I feel like. Also, this is my bottle of it. Oh, perfect. I'm a dork. What would you describe as the specific taste to Canadian beer? Stinky. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a skunky, it's like a skunky beer. No, Cheers, it's better buddy. than that. Okay, before you go, what are we toasting yeah. to today? Um, uh, me sleeping on your couch and we're still friends many years later. Something like you that. You sleeping on my couch and now me needing to sleep on yours. Hey! Okay, cheers. Great to see you, bud. That is, can I tell a quick story though? Yes, that's what like, you're Like, I'll make it real quick. Um, Julie barely, we didn't even really know each other that well. 
And I was moving to Los Angeles. I, I don't know how, I don't know how this came to be, but like we were fans of each other and always saw each other at events and stuff. It's so friendly. MLS, MLS. Through MLS, we were both covering soccer. And I don't, I don't know, but how, but you found out that I was moving to Los Angeles and you offered me to live in your home because you were traveling like a crazy person. Like I barely ever saw you. You, and yeah, you I just like, slept in my bed. I say like, I slept on your couch, but I actually lived in your bedroom. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, like my creep. home doesn't have anybody living in it because I don't yeah. live in it. And so I just like lived in your home for like the first month that I lived in L.A. And it was just so nice to have a place to go without, you know, having to find an apartment that I would have never even seen and then just like agreed to live there. And now look at all these people. They're all just uh, coming to you like, hey, Rachel, can I sleep on your couch? Um, but literally, can that happen? Absolutely. Uh, but in more fun news, um, Canadian stuff, you have not like and a segue to Canada, by the way, I decided to wear my <laughs> Raptors jersey. Nice. I was like, either Rachel's going to be wearing Raptors stuff or she'll be super professional. And I'm like, She's going to look super professional, which it's only, I would have totally pulled out something. I literally ran. I was on TV 40 minutes ago. Like this is, I'm still wearing my makeup. I ran in through the door to be on. That's why I was like, let's have you on after the show. Cause I know it's like, that's like a perfect way. It's like, Oh, I already had the glam squad that did everything. Yeah, which is like, exactly. Yeah. I would have been like bun on the side of my head. But I wanted to ask you, like, we've been here in the States now for a couple years now. I'm coming up on, I feel like you're, you're on the show. I just start into my Canadian accent. I'm like, oh, yeah, bud. So coming up on uh, eight years here now. As um, soon as I start drinking beer, doesn't matter even if it's a, an American beer, I, it starts to come out. All my right. boyfriend makes fun um, of me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what have you found is like something that you say or said or like a reference um, that's Canadian that people around you are like, what did you just say? When I first moved to the United States, I was working in an office and that was where I did all of my standups for on camera stuff. So mm -hmm. anytime I messed up a name or said anything weird, 50 people in the office went, Ree? it's, it's so like, I got rid of my stories and my tomorrows very mm -hmm. quickly, very, yeah. very quickly because it was embarrassing. It was like legitimately embarrassing. People would be like, that's not anything that works. And sometimes it'll still slip out, but... Uh, I found ones like 2-4. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I say knapsack all the time, and I didn't know that was a Canadian thing. I thought that was just like I'm from like 1800s. <laughs> I, say, I say... I don't even know if people in Canada say this, but our family said converter for a television yes, yeah. remote. We called yeah. it a converter. I still say that, and Pete still is just like, that's not... Yeah, converter is definitely Canadian. I say channel changer, which would just be like a longer that's, form. That's of, crazy. Of... That's crazy. That <laughs> the, the electric box... Can I have the electrical channel changer with the batteries in the back, please? Uh, it is old-timey. Um, anyway, but we both were talking about some people that had some influence on us, Jay and Dan. I wanted to pour one out for the for the bods, start the show um love those guys i didn't you know, even you... get to be you were definitely closer to them but i remember when i first met them i was like starstruck yeah and same. dan dan didn't give a shit about me <laughs> it was just like i was introduced by our good friend matt schneider and i was this was like my first day at fox so i was getting introduced to everybody which was very intimidating and uh he was just like this dan i want you to meet my friend rachel and i was just like Hi, I'm such a good, I'm such a big fan of yours. Like, I, I love you. And he was just like, hi. So anyways, what I was talking about was it. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> like, Very I Dan. Dan's just like, his day. It was not, so awkward. Not impressed at all. 
but uh but then they found out i was canadian yeah and then they were they were awesome that's amazing were once great. it's like they find out you're canadian they're like oh come to our secret canadian she's we'll one of us now. Totally. Um, but yeah we were talking about it and we know that you know those guys had like they were huge superstars for us like watching them growing up with them but like what kind of influence do you think that they had kind of on you I think that when I was listening to you on the JNN podcast, I texted you this right after. I think that you nailed it. I think that they made it really okay and fun to be weird and like funny in yourself. And like Dan, Jay is the craziest person I've ever seen on television. Like even just watching him now and he's still doing like his dance thing. I'm like, how is this? This is just so fun and quirky and weird. And I think that you, you really hit it. Like they just allowed us to feel okay to be us and i feel like people Mm. just generally think canadians are like giant goobers like they just think we're dorks and so i'm not gonna pretend to be something i'm not so like i mess up names i say sorry sometimes i don't really care and that's exactly who i got that i got that confidence from them yeah season broken up sucks I know, like the you blew it segments and just like, yeah, they'd mess up names and stuff. And then, yeah, just be be yourself and be weird. And because and, I ask you that as someone who is, you know, in the comedy realm and sort of like mm-hmm. very much yourself on air as you are off air, which is what they're like. So you've done so much, so many things, uh, TV, you know, um, comedy, acting. Who are some of sort of like your influences that you look to and you're like, damn, they keep me going? Um, hmm you first off (laughs) that's gonna sound so dorky but just women that freaking grind like i feel like it's tricky because we're uh, this is gonna be probably a way deeper answer than you're expecting it to be i think that there are so few women in sports and in comedy that we all feel like there's only one spot there's only one place for all of us and that can help us and hinder us it can hinder us because it's not true and you can end up having these very jealous situations and you can feel very competitive with each other. And it can also help us because I'm seeing people like you who are like grinding it out and like constantly posting videos and like of these super interesting chats and you're having them with other women in the sports world. And I'm constantly just like super motivated by other women in this space. And you are 1000% one of them. People don't realize how hard it is to move from a different country and start from scratch and we've both done that and kudos kudos to us really i'm my own inspiration how about that um yeah i'm actually i'm sorry my vision board is me um (laughs) (laughs) but no thank you that is uh much too kind of you to say that and i do agree with that and katie nolan and i had a similar chat and that uh i had someone once tell me oh well there is already uh, Katie Nolan already does that and I was like cool well Conan O'Brien does that and Jay Leno does that and you know there's all these different totally. late night hosts and different things like that so it's just it, getting people out of the idea that like oh well then one woman could do a thing at a time and and I think it's sports and comedy are so masculine and then putting them together is like insane so sounds great uh but we have a whole lot more <laughs> to get I'm gonna be to. sleeping on your couch again yes yeah i'm gonna have a hundred couches okay um we've got a whole lot more to come with rachel Bonetta uh from fs1 after this Hey guys, 
guys, welcome back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We've got Rachel Bonetta here from FS1, also co-host of Hall of Shame podcast. Just overall genuine beauty from Canada. And uh, I gotta ask, you're a massive Cleveland Browns fan, and like, why? um okay i'll try and make this quick basically i grew up in canada this the household that i did not that i grew up in did not watch any kind of football not even the cfl so and then i i worked in soccer for like eight years and so when i got to fox they were always kind of like hey you should start watching more football and like just become a football fan because if you do that we can put you on more programming and you'll be able to talk about this kind of stuff and i was just like Okay, sounds good to me. And I never really did it because <laughs> that just seemed like a lot of work. Like I was just kind of do that later. Yeah, I will do that later. To do later. Yeah, um, I'd watch, you know, like on weekends, but I really enjoy having my weekends free. Um, and so I got, I went to Russia to cover the World Cup, which was crazy, and we did a great job and won an Emmy and all these fun, exciting things. And when I got back, our bosses were kind of like, okay, so like, what do you want to do now? And I was just like, more stuff. And they're like, okay, well, we're starting this gambling show and Carissa Thompson's gonna be the host of it. And we really want you to be her fill-in whenever she wants to go on vacations or get sick or anything like that, you'll be the number one fill-in spot. And I was just like, okay. And they're like, just go and learn everything that there is about sports gambling and, and just become a huge football fan. And I was just like, um, okay, to do later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I got a call a week later and was just like, Chris is out, you're in, you're hosting the show. And I was just wow. like- what what and and they sent me a sports gambling bible and they're like go away and memorize all of this and then come back in two weeks that's when our first show is and so i literally fled to mexico jules like my boyfriend and i were supposed to go to croatia this was after the world cup i was exhausted we're supposed to go on this like nice vacation and that all got canceled so we went to mexico and i literally just studied this book from front to back and just studied every single football team that existed and who their quarterbacks was and who the coaches were and what the storylines were. And by the time I got back, I was ready to go. And I hosted the show and that was the year that the Cleveland Browns were on hard knocks. Mm -hmm. And so I watched that just to like be in on the conversation. And I was just like, what is this scrappy do team doing in the NFL? And with Baker Mayfield and Hugh Jackson, and they were just so bad and they had the beer fridge and, yeah, two very games likable in, then. Yeah. Two two games in, I was just like, this is my squad. This is my squad. Mm-hmm. Beer beer fridge is unlocked. Cleveland's going crazy. I'm like, I look no further. This is my team. When you and know, so you I'm know. just like, I, I I truly, and I'm not just saying this, I really fell in love with the game, besides all the, you know, bullshit that comes with it. I've fallen in yeah. love with football, fell in love with the Browns. Year one, so much fun. Year two, absolute shit show. I was just like, what have I done last year? So much fun. Made it to the playoffs. All in, baby. All in. I'm obsessed. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, because I've always, I've always been like, I know Rachel is could not have been a Browns fan growing up in Canada. There's just like no. no way ever at all. No. And to transition to Canada, obviously, got my Raps jersey on. It's little, it doesn't doesn't hit as well these days as it used to when we wore this. Rachel and I were fortunate enough to go to uh, two NBA Finals games and we watched the Raptors win. It all, which was incredible. Uh, what was your you're you're a bigger Raptors fan than I am because I'm a bigger hockey fan. But right. for Raptors, what was your like lasting memory of all that? Well, I don't have a great memory of the night that we won. <laughs> other than when I other than when I lost my passport, 
Um, Except for popping, yeah. popping some kind of bubbly um, in the car on the way home. Um, gosh, honestly, it was just doing it with a butt, like doing it with a friend that appreciated it as much as I did. Like, I don't think going with like my boyfriend or even my family would have felt as mm-hmm. cool as really experiencing it with you. But you know what? I always say my favorite moment out of that whole thing was not game six when we won. It was game one Mm. in Toronto. Mm. Ooh, I got chills even just saying that. It was in Toronto and we won against the Warriors. The first game of the series when no one really thought we were going to do it. And And they were bad in game ones typically. Yeah. And the whole place was the whole city shut down and we stayed out until the wee hours of the morning. And I remember we book it. We, we, I remember sitting at pizza, pizza across from you at like 3 AM and being like, this night was sick. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say pizza, pizza definitely made an appearance in that evening. It felt like they won it all. Yeah, it it truly did. And it just, I think that Canadians are so used to teams being shitty that it was just, it was almost as if like, well, this is as good as it's going to get baby. So like, here we are, let's just have a night. And everyone had a night and it was just the best. And they're like, oh, there's so another game fun. to play. Wow. Um, nah, yeah, that, that was, we, we won game one. That was definitely, uh, that was, that was such a highlight. People were dancing in the street. It was incredible. Um, okay, so trade deadline is this week, of course. Mm. We don't win this cut. This is, we're shooting this on a Monday. Uh, this will air on Wednesday. But what? how do you feel, we kind of talked about this, but as a Raptors fan, when you like see Kyle Lowry's name like as trade bait out there? It's tough because, like, you you want a really strong squad. You want, like, younger guys, guys who are, like, really going to make a difference. And Kyle has just been such a staple in the Raptors for, like, a good amount of time that I have been a fan that it would be really heartbreaking to see him go. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking, like, maybe now's the time for him to go. It's a very it's – a, it's a tricky situation because I also look at him as, like, such a giant leader on this team – and I feel like guys, you know, we don't have a, we don't have Kawhi anymore. We're, we might not even have Kyle anymore. So, like, what is it that's going to get guys to come up to Toronto and play in Canada, away from probably their families, in a different country? Somebody like Kyle, who's like a leader, would get guys to do that. And if we don't have him, then I'm just worried about the next few years if that happens. But Yeah, it was a steep drop-off after Kawhi decided to... Yeah. not go with drake's plan oh my god go. he did not go god's plan he went yeah. to the clippers and he ruined his he life went satan's and, satan's yeah, plan yeah he went to satan's plan and he and <laughs> he sucks now he should have stayed in toronto so yeah. uh yeah so that yes i agree with you on that we have to go to break but i do want to ask you after the break tease mm-hmm. why americans are so weirded out by the raptors because they are all right we'll answer that and a whole lot more with rachel bonetta fs1 hundreds of things don't go anywhere Welcome back into Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We've got Rachel Bonetta from FS1 Fox Bet Live sipping on some moose heads. We're just talking about the Toronto Raptors. And I always find as though the Raptors seem like an alien team to the rest of America. Even though they play in the same league, they just are on a in a different country. What do you what what's America's problem with the Raptors? I think it's just America's problem with Canada. I, I said this earlier. For some reason they just think we're gigantic dorks. That mm-hmm. we're just like nerdy. And we just talk like ho- like hosers and just yeah. that like we're from, you know, northern Ontario. I, I don't know what the deal is. Because, like, you and I 
both have lived in Toronto. We see a completely different side. Like Drake's pretty cool, depending on who yeah. you ask. And like, he loves to yep. live there. The women are beautiful and smart and the yep. dudes are cool. And there's hockey and basketball and beautiful imagery and lakes and I just think that people don't get it. They don't get what we see. Yeah, they, like, don't want to know. They Like, they treat, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's just like this foreign, it's xenophobia, maybe. Uh, but they're just like, oh, the raptors. Like, what is this crazy thing? It's like, just because the money is plastic and doesn't rip and it's actually better, uh, you shouldn't have any kind of whatever. I always just find it odd. Like, you know, we it always is. have to come with, like, the shields against totally. people. But I think that that's, you know, some people think it's so lame that Drake is as involved with the Raptors as he is. I actually think it's genius because mm -hmm. having his influence trying to get guys up north and like live in a city of like Toronto that gets very cold and isn't necessarily as cool as a place like New York or something like that. Like I would choose Toronto over, sorry, middle of the country. Yes. Over like, like many, many American cities, Toronto. It's actually like the fourth largest. But yeah, and also easily. if Drake's on your team, you like that. So anyways, we've settled it. Canada's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we want to know, Rach, you are, you know, very, you, you, you play a lot of characters. You are at Groundlings. You've written a pilot for a show. Like where is the, where's the Rachel Bonetta vision board going for act like oh Hollywood wise? Um, okay. It's tricky because a lot of, a lot of things on the dream board coming true, Jules. I just can't what? talk about it on this show. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll FaceTime about it after. Can you give us a little teaser? Just like something on the vision board that. I don't know what I'm, a, what I'm allowed to. In the realm of. There's, I think that I, what I hope is over the next few months, um, People start to, not that I care what people think, because I don't, but people will start to see me in a different way than just a television host, I think. Right. That's what I think will hopefully happen. I think people see you in many different ways. Oh, that's such a compliment. Thank you so much. Yeah, like I, I would say television hosts almost like second oh, wow. or third. Like you're that's, very funny. Thank you. And you're very personable. And like I'd see the comedy before the like TV host. Thank you. I, I remember having a, it being interviewed, you know, sometimes you just get like random interviews, but you like want to promote whatever they want to promote. So like, I remember when we launched our podcast some guy was just like, I'd love to have you on my podcast to like interview you about the show. And I was just like, yes, anything to like get the word out. And I was just like, um, I loosely, loosely referred to myself as like a person that does comedy. And he was just like, like he was like, excuse, I'm sorry. We had moved on and he came back to that. He was like, okay, so like when you mentioned that you were a person that does comedy, what do you mean by that? Cause like I see you as like a television host and I was just like, oh, that's the cruelest thing that anybody could ever like, say to me. And then I had to, exp I had to explain it. Yeah. You say like, um, yeah, I should probably. No, I just say that. like, you would never assume that I've done stand up comedy, nor do I look like or sound like anyone that could possibly have something funny that would I don't think come out true. of my mouth. But I've tried to do those things. And so I'm like, none, of, that, none of the things that you just said are true. When, I, when we went golfing together with like a bunch of bros, I don't know, weird tournament situation. <laughs> Julie was cracking everybody up. You were like doing yeah, that's because jokes I had I had a drink at every hole. I wow. had I had eighteen drinks. I think you're so funny. I think you're super funny. Thanks. Really glad to know that. All it takes is just a couple of these bad boys, and she is ready to roll. What a great promotion for Moosehead. Only on drinks with Binks. Moosehead will be your girls. 
Yeah, we'll be your girls, Moosehead. Um, we will be your mooses. We will have a whole lot more. That, see, that's comedy right there. We'll have a whole lot more with drinks with Banks and Rachel Bonetta after this. What's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. Also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. Guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and banking here with Rachel Bonetta. And Rach, where can we find all of your wonderful content next? Um, well, you can catch me on FS1, Fox Bet Live every day at 2 p.m. Pacific. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Rachel Bonetta, on Instagram at Rachel Bonetta. And, you know, things are moving and grooving. And that's all I can say. <laughs> I love hearing that. And too bad we couldn't get any scoops here. We're, we're real good on scoops. I'll come back. I'll come back when there's scoops to be had. Okay. How about okay. That? Good. Good. When like, I'll be booking through like your like crazy publicist will be like, Oh no, no, we're not doing that show. Not yeah, at all. Lose um, my number. <laughs> no, but it's been great to catch up with you. Thank you so much for coming on here, hanging out sure. with us. And guys, we actually had an interview with Rachel at the Super Bowl last year when people were allowed to be around one another. And we were at the Fox Compound, so you can see that if you want more Rachel Bonetta content um, on our Fubo Social at Fubo Sports on YouTube. And until next time, bottoms up, bitches. Hi, bud. Thanks for having me. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.